shed on Calvary's cross for the washing, amen, and regeneration of the soul. There is a balm in Gilead to heal the sin, S-I-N, sick, S-I-C-K, soul, S-O-U-A. Because a soul that's in sin is sick. It's unhealthy. Amen? It's unhealthy. It's just like you see a bottle. You remember the bottles in the cartoons? Uh, you know, or maybe you see a Western and it's got on it the the uh the uh the skull and then they got the little crossbones. That's a universal sign for poison. That's just taking that and just drinking. That's what sin does. It poisons you from the inside out. Amen. Because you might say, well, that's just a little sin. But remember, a little leaf, Jesus said, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Amen. And if I drink a little poison, it's still going to do something because it's poison and it's not good for me. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Then Solomon came from his journey to the high place that was at Gibeon to Jerusalem from before the tabernacle of the congregation and reigned over Israel. And Solomon gathered chariots and horsemen and he had a thousand, he had a thousand and four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen which he placed in the chariot he placed in the chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem and the king made silver and gold at Jerusalem as plenteous as stones and cedar trees made he as the sycamore trees that are in the vale for abundance and Solomon had horses bought out of Egypt and linen yarn the king's merchants received the linen yarn at a price and they fenced up and bought forth out of Egypt a chariot for 600 shekels of silver and a horse for 150 and so bought they out horses for all the kings of the Hittites and for the and kings of Syria by their means because they're getting ready to build the house of God. Amen. And listen what he says in 2 Chronicles. Verse 5. And the house which I build. This is what he's telling the king. King, king Harmon. And he says. And the house which I build is great. Because he's asking him for the, the trees. For great is our God above all gods. But who is able to build an house? Seeing the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain him. Who am I then that I should build him a house? Save only to burn sacrifice before him. 
send me now, therefore a band cunning to work in gold and in silver and in brass. Because he's asking this king, I send me some men that have this skill to work with gold and brass and silver and in iron and in purple and in crimson and blue and that can that can skill to grave with the cunning men that are with me in judah and in jerusalem whom david my father did provide see david provided a lot of this stuff amen glory be to god and um he is the one that had the relationship with this king. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. He's the king of Tyre. And he's telling, and King Solomon, when you go to verse 3, he's saying, As thou didst deal with David my father, and didst send him cedars to build him a house to dwell therein, even so deal with me. See, we're talking about covenant blessings. Amen. And so we have to be wise in our relationships, in our friendships. Amen. Glory be to God. Because when we are no longer here and our children will have these established relationships and they can, and our grandchildren, you know, because they'll be like, oh, I remember your mama. What do you need? I remember your father. What what can I do for you? Yes, your grandmother was a sweet woman. What do you need? Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he was working with King David. And he loved King David. You know, and he and listen to what he said. He asked um, him to send them the trees and people to work with it and to prepare it in abundance and all of these things. And then let's, let's look what the king said. Verse 11. Then Hiram, the king of Tyre, answered in writing, which he sent to Solomon, because the Lord had loved his people and he had made, made thee king over them. He said, because God loved his people, that he made you king, Solomon, over the over his people that he loved. Herm said, moreover, blessed be the Lord God of Israel that made heaven and earth, who have given to David, the king, a wise son, and do it with prudence and understanding that might that might build a house for the Lord and a house for his kingdom. Now I have sent a cunning man endured with understanding of Hiram, my father's, the son of a woman of the daughters of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre, skillful to work in gold and in silver, in brass, in iron, in stone, and in timber, in purple, in blue, and in fine linen, and in crimson, also to give, also to 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 grave any manner of graving 
and to find out every device which shall be put to him with the cunning men and with the cunning men of my Lord, David, thy father. Amen. Glory be to God. And when we think about this, amen, how God is working and everything, amen, that once he got everything where it need to be, it passed from King David and they did it right. And then it passed uh, to King Solomon. And when David was gone and God is still letting King Solomon from the relationships that his father, King David, had made. We're talking about covenant promises. And God is keeping the covenant with King Solomon. Amen. And everything he asked his king for, he gave him. Amen. Glory be to God. So when we say, God, I, I want you to send me help. Amen. And God, hear that. Amen. And we say, because when we think about the blind man, let me let me let me say this. What did he say when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by? He began to call out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus called, they were telling him to be quiet, and Jesus called him and he said, what is it that you want me to do for him? Now, isn't this what, what God said to Solomon? What do you want me to do for you? And the blind Bartimaeus said that I might receive my sight. What is the one thing that will fix everything? Because he was begging and he was blind. So when Jesus gave him his sight, Notice when they said, rise, be a good cheer, the master calling thee. He threw off his beggar's garment. Because I ain't going to need that no more. I didn't heard about this man. And I know that he going to give me my sight. He going to heal me from blindness. And I won't need this beggar's coat. Because the only reason why I'm begging is because I'm blind. Amen. Jesus said, the thief come but to steal, kill, and destroy. He said, but I have come that you might have life and have more abundantly. It's time for abundant life. Amen. And, and uh, James, the book of James, he was telling us about when we are praying and we are asking God for stuff. He said, we praying amiss. We're asking God just to heap it upon the lust that we have. We're not even asking for the right thing. Amen. We're not asking. Amen. But he told us in Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. Solomon is already the king. 
He already has all of this stuff. But he's asking for wisdom and knowledge to do the work that you put me at. Amen. It, uh, apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers. What would happen if we were sincere and we begin to ask God for wisdom and knowledge, amen, to do the work that he called us to do? What would happen if we turn our face to the wall and begin to pray like Nehemiah did? like Hezekiah did, like Jesus did, and begin to put things in the priority. I do want this, but God, in, in order to have this, I need your wisdom or what to do with it when I get it. I need knowledge and understanding. What, how to get it. Show me how this works, how this functions. Show me this so that when I get it, I'll know how to keep it. I'll know how to maintain it. I'll know how to keep it. I can enlarge myself to be able to receive this from God. Amen. Grant me the ability to really value and appreciate this. The Bible said he gave gifts to men. Do we value the gifts that he gave us? Do we value the gift of the Holy Spirit? Do we value these gifts? Do we value the people that God gave these gifts to? I didn't say worship them. I said, do we value and honor them? Do we honor our parents? You, you see, do we honor the things of God, the house of God? Do we honor it when we come and when we go out? Do we, we really believe it's the God, the house of God? Or do we think it's the house of men? Jesus said, make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And he braided a cord and he flipped tables over. Amen. He said, ye made it a den of thieves up in here. He said, but my father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer for all people. That's just not to be on the marquee, but that's what it's supposed to be. He said, a house of prayer. Not a house of worship. Not a house of praise but a house of prayer. So how come prayer does not go on that much at some of these places? A house of prayer. Men ought to pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without doubt or wrath. If we say prayer changed things, then why are we not praying? It's not enough to just talk about prayer. It's not enough to sing about prayer. 
if we don't pray. We've been commanded to pray. All of us. Amen. And to bring our supplications and our prayer requests. Let that be made known to God. Glory be to God. But what are we praying for? James is telling us that we ask in a mess. Because we have ulterior motives. I want them to see child when they see me ride down the road and that. Huh. They'll, they'll know. We we have wrong motives. We we have wrong agendas to have these things. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But what if our, our hearts were pure? King David said, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Purge me with his and I shall be clean. My God from Zion, do you want to be clean today? Do you want to be washed in the blood of the Lamb? Is this your desire? My God, is it your desire to not just get things from God, but to serve him. Amen. But, but to, to he told us to work out our, it's written that we work out our own sal salvation with fear and trembling. To recognize he's the almighty God. He can destroy the, the body and the soul. Amen. Glory be to God. That this is who I'm coming before. I'm coming before the holy God. I'm coming before creator God. I'm, oh my God. He's so much higher than I am. He's so much holier than I am. And reverence God. The Bible said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The reverential fear of who he is. I, he told Moses, pull off your feet. Pull off your shoes. The place you stand in is holy ground. Glory be to God. Do you know that your body is the temple of the living God? He said, make not your body members of a harlot. Glory to God. Amen. Glory be to God. This is, I thank you for joining with me this morning for Christ-like ministries. Amen. And our, and our Sunday, amen, March the 12th, 2023, our Sunday, our Sunday school this morning. Amen. And we just bless God. We bless the Lord God. Amen. For the lesson. Amen. And glory be to God. Amen. That we can come. Amen. And we can ask God. We can come and before the throne and we can ask God. Amen. Glory be to God. Jesus told us if we ask whatever we ask God in his name, that he will give it to us. Amen. Now there's some conditions. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Because we shouldn't want anything that's going to take me out of the will of God. Amen. And not to be mad and upset with God. 
Many people are upset with God. Well, God, you didn't do this, and God, you didn't do that, and God, you could have did this, and God, you could have kept them from dying, and God, if if you had a if you had a done this, you could have did this and this. They have that whole mentality of God. They have it wrong. Amen. They they have it wrong. Who 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 Jesus is? Who God is? They have it wrong. Glory be to God. Amen. I had one lady tell me one time, and her her boyfriend was in jail, and she told me she said Jesus came to me, and he and that he had sex with her, and she said, "Child, child, child, it was so good," and she was going on with all of this stuff, foolish stuff. Please tell me one time when you read in the word that Jesus have sex with people. He come to you in the night to have sex with you. He didn't even, God didn't even have sex with Mary. He overshadowed her. And he put the baby in her womb. We serve a holy God. God told us when we get to heaven, we're going to be like him. We ain't going to marry, need to be given in marriage. Because that's earthly stuff. Do you see? She's having sex with demons. Jesus don't want, he, he, Lord have mercy. We serve a holy God. And I, I use that example because it came to me and something um, that had happened and that came back to me when she was telling me that. You having sex with demons and they're making covenant with you. There's all types of covenant. Now this was years ago. Amen. Making all types of covenant. Well, Jesus did this to me. Jesus did that. Was it him or was it the devil? Demons and, 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 and the devil giving you dreams and you cutting covenants in your sleep. We want to be clean. Wash us, God. And purify us. In the fire. Shine the spotlight on them. And anything that you see that shouldn't be there, we ask you to take it out. Amen. And rescue us. That's what it means to be rescued. Amen. Rescued from sin. Amen. If you if someone is drowning and they fell off the boat and they fell into the they fell into the sea. And they're drowning, amen. And and you would rescue them. That would mean that you save them from drowning. And they pull this person back up on the boat. They didn't and, and do CPR. They've saved this person from drowning. You can't be out here in the sea, still smashing, slashing around in the sea, and drown under the under the sea. Because sin just will take you out 
and then say you rescue. You can't say that God rescued you out and bought you out of sin and then you still in it. From day to day, making conscious choices to live in it, to sleep in it, to abide in it. Abiding in sin, abiding under the shadow of the devil, abiding in the kingdom of darkness. It's your choice. Make up in your make up in your mind today. Whom you gonna serve? Amen. Glory be to God. I thank God. Hallelujah. That he have translated me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. This which is the kingdom of light. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Wash me. Wash me. Wash me. Wash me. What did Peter say? Well, he said, Jesus, you ain't never going to wash my feet. And he said, if I don't wash your feet, you'll have no part in me. He said, not just my feet, but everything. And and he told uh, Peter, those that have been washed need only to wash their feet. Amen. Because we've been treading on some stuff. Amen. We've been treading the enemy under our feet. Glory be to God. Amen. This has been our Christ-like ministries, and I am pastor. Amen. Susan. And amen. I am ambassador of Christ. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I am an ambassador. Amen. Sent from the kingdom of God. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. To go tell my people. Amen. That the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And to tell my people that you don't have to go to hell. You can go to heaven because Jesus has already paid the price for sin. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Until we meet again. Bye-bye. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus.